All right, welcome back to our podcast. This is Discuss and Discussed. I am Kevin. I'm Derek. And here we discuss movies, TV shows, and books. Today we'll be talking about episode two of The Last of Us. So let's get into it. Right now, we forgot to talk about the music. <laughs> yeah, in episode one, we forgot to bring it up because it's yeah, such a core aspect in, in the game and in the TV show. So we want to take some time, highlight it. It's good. It's good in the show. It's great in the game. <laughs> in yeah, my opinion. When, I mean, when the intro song first appears in the first episode, after yeah. that, um, that hosty intro. Um, mm-hmm. And you hear that guitar again, and it's just like, you feel all the feels. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you play the game, yeah. Like, it's just somber music. Uh, the guitar is like, you know, the main instrument that really just, yeah. it takes you for journey. Yeah, you mentioned somber, but I also think it's bittersweet. It's also like, mm, that's going it, it's not full somber. Like, we're, we're not going emo rock right now. It's just right right <laughs> it's like man this i think it's just filled with so much experience you know when you play the video yeah like, i like that along with the characters that like that music alone is just carrying a whole history yep yeah and it carries over uh, into the tv show too which i again appreciate you know like i know they they took that into consideration and uh, one thing we miss is, uh, you know, when Ellie gets dropped off at the apartment, you know, with Joel, you know, she's playing around with the, the radio and she sees uh, a magazine, right, with some code in there. So, you know, it has a, a bunch of different things and um, she's trying to decipher it, but, you know, in her own way, and we see Joel try to brush it off, um, you know, him being a, a smuggler, you know, like those are codes for smuggling. Um, he takes a nap and then... Uh, once he wakes up, he, you know, Ellie notes that, uh, oh, this song plays, and it's a, a 70s song that I'm not familiar with, if I were to be honest. <laughs> um, it's a 70s song, and he, he's like, oh, no, like, something's going wrong. And she's like, no, oh, 80s. okay. That- 80s is code for... Oh. But yeah. yeah. 80s. <laughs> what you said, but, you know, replace it with 80s. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. It's very interesting. Yeah. It's a nice code. Like that yeah. I don't think that was in the game. I don't think so either. Yeah. Maybe yeah. it's actually that one thing I don't remember. Uh yeah. I don't remember that either. I think that was just like a show <laughs> for the TV show cuz it's yeah. To it, it's almost like let's build tension early. You know, like let's keep the audience on their toes like <laughs> Yeah. What does trouble mean? <laughs> Mm-hmm. into episode two um mm-hmm. so episode two starts off in jakarta um mm-hmm. indonesia like this was really cool this yeah. was refreshing mm-hmm. to experience another language that is not the yeah. um typical ones that we normally hear through yep. movies and i don't know i thought it was refreshing at first i thought it was vietnamese when they were eating at that restaurant <laughs> Funny. Uh, I thought it was uh, Filipino, so uh, Tagalog or uh, um, something else. Obviously, my wife is Filipino, and she thought it was, it was a, a dialect Tagalog? from there, too. Tagalog? Yeah, or something else. It's not that, but uh, something else. And then I was like, oh, wait, maybe it's Indonesian. Either way, different language, different place that you know doesn't get highlighted often in movies. And um, yeah, I, same sentiment. I appreciated that they started this episode somewhere else. Um, yeah, a lot of information. Oh my gosh! So this this lady who we are introduced to is like mm-hmm. this person that has studied um, this fungus. Like, yeah, it, this was like her life's work. She like knows everything yeah. about it. So when it's like a soldier guy, some official, yeah, government guy that picks like her a up. government like takes her up, yeah. Yeah, and then takes her to a facility, and they got this body laid out on this, um, what's that table called? Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever. Just, yeah, a body table. <laughs> a body table. It's a table that holds bodies. That holds bodies, yeah. <laughs> well, there's a body in there, and um, they put this um, professional um, scientist. Yeah. 
lady in a uh, hazmat quarantine type of suit to yeah. uh, dissect this corpse. Mm-hmm. She's studying this corpse and um, she notices that the fungus has infected it, infected her. Yeah. Yeah, from the bite. And we see the bite, like uh, we mentioned in the first episode, right? Like she has a, a bite on her ankle. And then when she cuts open, the wound is just filled with the tendrils. And that is yeah. disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It is, it is absolutely disgusting. It's, oh my gosh. I actually like cringed a little. I was like, Ugh. yeah, so gross. Um, but she, she went to the mouth area, right? And she starts to pull it. Mm-hmm. When I started, like, I don't even know. Like, my whole body kind of crunched up a little bit. I was like, mm-hmm. ew, dude. Like, that thing that's, like, coming out of the mouth. It just looks so yeah. It looks good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Disgusting in a good way. <laughs> but absolutely disgusting. And she, yeah. um, we noticed this, um, the scientist lady, back up and like she's in like distraught like kind of panic mm-hmm. mode she like gets the f out and yeah. there's this moment where the government official kind of sits her down and ask her asks her so mm-hmm. how, do we do, how do we like solve this like and she's she's like there is no cure i've been studying this moment. yeah Th- this um yeah isn't parasite whatever it is yeah Yeah. and then the official was like so what do we do and then the moment she's dropped his word it's i don't know to me it was almost like bone chilling because she said Mm -hmm. bomb you know and it's like Mm -hmm. she's she's a very like kind empathetic Mm -hmm. type of woman so like there's Mm -hmm. a sort of sense that you get when you see her that Mm-hmm. she isn't the type of person to resort to violence like at all yeah so yeah. the fact that she's terrified and she's like shaking you know she's so scared that she would recommend you just straight up bomb <laughs> yeah straight that's the bomb. only way um i have two questions for you on this one this was uh one you know uh, something i was thinking is one uh did you think that the body you know it was a female body um was actually just gonna out of nowhere just bite her like that was like one of my inklings right that was yeah i thought it was gonna pop up so. yeah i was like oh gosh she's gonna get bit right here right now <laughs> yeah because it is playing on the same trope that we've seen so many times yeah like hey we just yeah. found like this body that got bit and then we need like some mm-hmm. professional epidemiologist or um bio- whatever she was yeah and to come in and inspect this and then that's where we see it happen all the time all right great yeah. we just lost a yeah. professional due to an infection <laughs> yeah <laughs> and uh i would assume and, and now that i'm thinking back on it my second question is interesting uh, you know probably negated but they found his body right um are we to assume that this is patient zero right so obviously she was bitten but we don't know it's if the person to- it's next to patient zero because when she oh, sat okay. down and she's like, right, right. before she recommended bomb, she, uh, she was like, so how many other people got infected? And then the official That's right. was like 14. And then she's like, mm-hmm. have you found the original person that mm-hmm. this lady? That's right. And then he was like, no. And then that's when she mm-hmm. was like, absolutely frightened and okay. recommends bombing. So, yeah like it's so crazy to see that they you know they had this person we don't we don't know how she died either oh no gunshot to the head yeah um but what what i found was very interesting about the lady right the actor um she did a really good job like uh you know explaining like when you said bomb right she started crying instantly and i was like dude she's good <laughs> she's a good actor she, she is really good she was milking that ro- that role yeah really well and she had what five minutes and she captured the whole five minutes she was like this is all mine you know i'm gonna, I'm gonna you really use it it was super awesome because it was also in like mm-hmm. i assume that's like her original language which yes i don't know why <laughs> this isn't really like i don't know if it is a thing but like the original language helps it be scarier as well 
And mm -hmm. like if they mm -hmm. were to do that in English, like, hey, we're just gonna hire a lady that is um a person of color that is Indonesian, but mm -hmm. she's gonna say this in English. I think mm -hmm. that would take away some some fear or authenticity maybe. Um and make it less scary and less scary than what we got. I think it would still be scary, but what we got is scarier just because it was um, that language. Yeah, and what was actually very um, captivating, captivating, uh, the moment like when, yeah, captivating, sorry, thank you. Uh, the fact that they decided to do in Jakarta meant that um, it obviously may not have started in the U.S., right? Uh, it started there. So this was uh, widespread before we even got to, you know, the scenes or, you know, in the first episode with uh, Sarah and Joel. I'm about to like, you down some news, my guy. Scary. It's fun fact time? Well, not really fun fact time. Just, just a little, oh, okay. a little puzzle, <laughs> puzzle piece in time. All right. So yeah, yeah. this episode, um, remember about the flower yes yes get into it please so there's a um flower plant flower plant in jakarta and that's where the infection right started. so there was a shortage of flower in um the states yeah yeah there was a disturbance in jakarta mm, did they mention that in the first episode mm, maybe you should watch that first episode again Man, did I even watch the first episode? I don't think that's, did, a, that's a yummy tidbit. That's a yummy tidbit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, no, it's it's a hard detail. I mean, yeah, it, it's a quick one. Like, just kind of flies I by. Think that, yeah, I, I think that it's a detail that people can miss because you're so... I mean, a lot of information has been thrown at you at once. It's like Apocalypse, this is Sarah, this is Joel, this, you know, it's mm -hmm. a lot to take in, mm -hmm. so when you have subtle details in the background not everyone is going to pick it up on the first watch um <laughs> yeah so i think i think i'm right about that flower plant whatever yeah i might make stuff up something's happened in Jakarta. now it affected yeah the states the whole world um okay yeah yeah for that. love it though yeah great intro oh also this actually took place like a couple of days before the events um in the first episode so 2003 a mm -hmm. couple days before and then mm -hmm. we hear about this news in the first episode so it was, it was nice to see the world before it collapses in a different point in time yeah yeah <laughs> all right and then it goes back to present day mm -hmm. yeah so, ellie wakes up and she's just like being stalked by joel <laughs> yeah. with a gun pointed at her uh joel and tess oh yeah what did i say you said uh, joel and ellie joel and ellie is watching ellie <laughs> joel and ellie she's like point that gun at me <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna watch myself while you watch me <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right so yeah joel and tess is just like they want to see if she's mm -hmm. infected you know and changing mm -hmm. and so they're just being cautious. This yeah. sounds really cool. She's, um, I would say that she was really Ellie right here. I would agree. Yeah, okay. I would agree. And, uh, you know, in the first episode, I talked about me being on the fence with her. And like, there was a moment in the second episode that kind of turned it around. For me, right? It was, well, not turned around, but it helped me move past um, it's certain so flaws. And, and this is it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. you a little more. Yeah. <laughs> And she did good, you know, like, you know, being, but again, she's a little too snarky versus uh, uh, snappy, you know, like most teenagers, I think it was still a little bit forced, but she did a really good job of, you know, having the funny bits. And um, yeah, I, I feel like I would react the same way. And something to point out is like how they uh, place the scene, right? Like where obviously it's inside a building and it's overgrown. That is the last of us, right? Like, Instantly, yeah. they just pulled us into the scenery, world of the game. Cool. Scenery, yeah. that set piece, it's like, mm -hmm. it just, I don't know, you feel more part of the world when the set looks and feels real. You yeah. Know? It's, yeah. You believe it more, I guess. I don't know. There's like mm -hmm. density or mass to it. And yes. You, That's a good way to put it. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, the, like the light too. It's uh, something like I don't think a lot of people pay attention to in the game, but they do a good job in the show transferring over. Is the lighting right? Like on Ellie, it's super bright because sun's shining through the building. Um, and then when it pans to Joel and Tess, it's dark, right? They're in the dark and they're skulking her, of course, and they're just like, like, yeah. I, th- I thought that was such a good contrast. True, yeah. I didn't even pick up on that, but yeah, that's a that's a good good one. Yeah. Um, do you remember the lines you in the fireflies, like where it's you know, if you're lost in the darkness, look to the light. Oh, yeah. I thought that was also a good subtle nod to it, where it's like you know, Joel's in the dark, he's got to look to the light. You got a couple of those in you. Um, yeah, yeah, I got some notes in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, yeah. When I think when Ellie does those subtle remarks, it works. So like when Ellie yes. was like, um, so they're about to leave this place, and and <clears throat> they have gun. Well, Tess and Joel has a gun, and then yeah. she's like. Hey, do I get a gun? And then Joel is like, uh, no. And then she's like, oh, fine. I guess I'll just throw my sandwich at it. That works, you know? And yeah. um, another line is when she needs to use the restroom. And then yeah. just throws like a little newspaper at her. And she's like, hey, rip one out. <laughs> Which is kind yeah. of gross or disgusting. Um, but it makes sense. Yeah, toilet yeah, paper is not a thing there. And, As uh, we've uh, known uh, from the pandemic. <laughs> paper is a commodity. It's a curse. I bet you that's a nod. It's it's got to be a nod. That. It was it was good and like uh, I think another scene that was really good too, or another moment in that scene that was really good was uh, when they pointed out right, like the infection normally takes place, you know, like within an hour to around twenty four hours, and they kind of don't know. They're like, yeah, like you know, she could turn at any time. It could be you know, in the next hour, it could be tomorrow. Like she's gonna turn. And so, um, did they give a range? It's, yeah, they gave a range. So that's okay. it. Still showed that they don't know a lot about this uh, infection okay, or it? the. Uh, you know. Yeah, I wasn't sure about that. Yeah, about them giving a time on it, but I couldn't remember the time. Yeah, um, yeah, they don't know, and uh, that's why it's important in the first episode when they showed the scene at the school with a body part. I, I think that was a nod to the fact that it depends on where they get bit or where they get exposed to it, right? In the neck and up area, instantly, I think, right? Straight up to the br- to the, straight up to the brain. Straight up. Uh, mid body takes longer. Uh, in the around the legs, obviously, it's going to take longer. So, I found that to be very interesting. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Huh. I'm piecing it together where, like, in episode one, that kid got bit on the leg. So. Yeah, he was bit recently. Now, mm-hmm. If you do say twenty four hours, that means like he had yeah. solid like sixteen hours yeah. or whatever. To... At least early, definitely it wasn't quick, right? It wouldn't have yeah. been. Quick. Cool. Yeah, crazy, right? Yes. Oh, okay. So the I like the part where they're kind of establishing a relationship between Ellie and Joel. So like mm-hmm. they're trying to get that banter back and forth already. And yep. which happens a lot in the game. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, so all the time. And when Ellie goes to use the restroom, and then she's like, Is there anything dangerous in here? And then Joel's like, Just you. Yeah. And I was like, It's so like, good. Kind of funny. Yeah. Uh-huh. Same, same moment is when they, you know, leave the place and then they go into like uh, the hotel or whatever. And, you know, Ellie's like, um, Do we have to get into the water? I can't oh, swim. Yeah. And then Joel's like, uh, well, just look. And then he goes in, and, like, it's, like, knee-deep. He's like, she's like, serious? well, how was I supposed to know? Yeah, <laughs> see, and that, yeah, that was, that was Ellie. Yeah, that was Ellie right there. See, when she does it subtly, it it works really well, and it fits. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know yeah. how I was supposed to know that. Um, in, the, in the same moment, too, uh, as she's walking through the water, I want to point this out, because this is what I loved about the game, and I like that they do in the show. Is that uh, you know, as you play as Ellie or whoever, and you walk around certain scenery, Ellie will make a comment or they'll make a comment about something, right? So when Ellie walks over to um, the the front desk in the show, or yeah, in the show, right? She's like, "Oh, hey, look, look at this thing!" It's like, "Ding, ding, ding!" Uh, is anybody home? That's a line yeah. right from the game. 
and then she also gets scared and then same moment right where joel comes by and like uh i forget what he says but something like um you're kind of weird yeah yeah you're kind of weird aren't you he's like you're a weird kid (laughs) you're a weird kid yeah i was like this that's that's the last of us right there those are moments that i hope they continue yeah and it's really interesting to hear what ellie's take is on what a hotel is like as well because she did yes. grow in an era where she got to go through a hotel in its like peak form <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So when she's making these voices and she's she's actually just like making a guess of what it was like so mm-hmm. kind of cool yeah that's a good call good call um it, oh man the set looks incredible in this episode oh, like, absolutely yeah. When there's this water and it looks disgusting. <laughs> yeah. It's murky. You can't see anything, so you don't know what's down there. Uh, there's multi- infection. <laughs> yeah, not just the fungus, it's also uh, you know, bacteria, that little fish thing that streams up your uh urethra if you, you pee in the water. That's probably in there somewhere. <laughs> um, yeah, I know. <laughs> like it's really gross. It's almost like how do how would people actually survive in a post apocalypse? Because there's so much bacteria. I don't know. So, you know. Yeah, like medicine's a commodity. Obviously, you know, like sanitation's a huge commodity. <laughs> Take all. Yeah, the, it's tough. Um, what is it? Antibiotics. <laughs> yes. Oh, take everything. Juice yeah. uh, Emergencies. Emergencies will be like uh, hundred dollar bills out there. <laughs> yeah, emergencies, and then like antibiotics are like a couple. That would be like the diamond yeah oh diamonds yeah man super cool set piece and that they're traveling through um Mm -hmm. we make it to the top of this building and it was like a cool co-op mode Mm because joel Mm -hmm. gives uh, anna a boost open the door yep and um there's a little exchange between joel and ellie here a little cute moment a little surrogate daughter moment You can tell there's a lot of tension still between the two, right? Because uh, Ellie asks, like, or no, Joel tries to say something, and then she kind of brushes it off, and then she says, like, so, uh, like, I-, I forget what she asked, but she says it very, like, so, like, how are you today type of thing, you know? Like, she's trying to get to know him, I guess, uh, creating that conversation, even though she doesn't want it. Yeah, she's like, where are you from? And he's like... Yeah, there you go. And he's like... Detroit, Michigan. <laughs> well, Tess is, Tess is from uh, Detroit, Michigan. And then, yeah, well, he says Detroit, and then he's like, it's in mm-hmm. Michigan. And then she's like, oh, uh, yeah, I know yeah, where it yeah. is. I go to school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, so there's school there. So they, they still go to school there. They learn about the world, even though they can't uh, experience it the way that we are now. Yeah. Yeah, this part was kind of cool. Um, but, but like Joel's not willing to open up yet either. Like it is, it's those yeah. surfacey level questions, and then like the moment it starts to kind of like get personal, or yep. a little, little more information up. that Joel yeah. doesn't want her to know about him, he's like, you know what? Enough about me. Yep. You know? Let's just sit here and be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> but this next part was really cool because then they make it um, yeah. Anna or Anna. And I told her who plays Tess, um, opens the door. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they go to like that balcony area and they look down into that open area. Yeah. And it's just like a bunch of squirmy mm-hmm. infecteds, which is. And they were all crawling, right? That was kind yeah, of crazy. They were, like, they were like laying down. They were like resting, but, yeah. like, but fidgeting. Like, I don't yeah, that's kind of weird. But uh, this is a a great scene too so just to go back a little bit on, on two things is that uh there is an exchange so when tess gets to the door she instantly t- says uh put the gun down joel it's just me oh, yeah. right yeah that shows that she knows him so well that you know he's gonna get jumpy uh hearing stuff and so mm-hmm. i love that little bit within them and then seeing the uh the group of uh, zombies are infected at the bottom I love the scene or that that moment there because you know in the intro in the intros through every episode, you know it shows the tendrils and stuff like that, and then it shows the bodies also simulating tendrils, right? Like, and it yeah, goes into this growing, moment we're gonna get it's into. Like, it's like evolving. 
Yeah, and so like they're all one unit right now, and that's again so not to something that we'll get into soon. But um, yeah, yeah, that was really cool. It's nasty. It actually kind of reminds yeah. me of uh, disgusting World War Z. <laughs> yes, yeah, World War Z, another good zombie movie book. I heard the book is completely different though. We can talk oh, about that. Oh, hundred percent. I read the book. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> In the future. <laughs> Forgot how to word forgot how to link thoughts together to form words um but yeah it looks disgusting and Uh the next scene they're figuring out they're crossing the um yeah like a path like a bridge almost i think yeah it's like a bridge but the camera zooms out and oh man it looks so real it looks Mm -hmm. yeah green moss nature thing growing on everything yeah it looks so good. Like it looks exactly like the game. It looks realistic. I'm like, you know, I would dread to be out there. Yeah. You know? Ugh, my allergies would kill me. <laughs> yeah, everyone with allergies are probably gonna be the first to go. <laughs> Unless there's Benadryl, but I don't know how long that'll last. That's a commodity. That's that's a that's diamond gold right there. <laughs> um, but I like the exchange here between Tess and Ellie. Yeah. And- if you notice the facial expressions of Ellie, you get the foreshadowing mm-hmm. of what comes later of how, like, of the background mm-hmm. behind why she says it like this. But yes, you know, Tess is like, so you were, oh, where, where was she when she got bit? Uh, uh, she asked. So Tess asks, uh, how did you get bit or whatever okay. and where something like that? And then you know, yeah, and then Tess is like dang you're a brave kid so you you were by yourself mm-hmm. and that's when ellie is like yeah but she she said in a way where it was mm-hmm. like huh she's hiding yeah i don't know if she was by herself. Mm-hmm. of course mm-hmm. you know, we know but yeah people who haven't seen don't know but who haven't played the dlc for the first game uh yeah, the dlc is, is important yeah which is cool which yeah. actually i mean it's it's hinted into the trailer as well. So, oh yeah, um, that's kind of a spoiler, I guess. Anyway, I guess we haven't gotten it. Okay, but if you pay attention to the trailer, you should know what we're kind of thinking. We'll leave it there. Yeah, yeah. Let's not say until it's revealed. Um, <laughs> but I just thought it was cool because that little dialogue exchange there was like, oh, I know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> But yeah, and then another really good one too um, is when Ellie is like, "So you killed a lot of these things before, right?" And then, um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she's like, "Have you ever ran into one that just exploded or whatever?" And there's and whatever. And I was like, "That's a good little foreshadowing," and that's foreshadowing for people who don't know what's coming up. <laughs> and I'm I'm curious to see what those things look like. That's um, yeah, love that moment. Those were a tough little things <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but later we actually get an introduction to this hive mind by tess mm-hmm. she's trying to explain mm-hmm. to ellie the actual danger and it's really cool because this doesn't really feel like an exposition dump but it, it kind of like is ish mm-hmm. um she explains how like the tendrils are all connected or like if you kill one of these infecteds then immediately mm-hmm. well not um, maybe not immediately but like yeah. Almost immediately. Other things are they yeah. communicate to like the other infected to let them know where to yeah. go to find you. Mm-hmm. It, it's that little tidbit is very scary. Not in mm-hmm. the game, though. What do you think? Not in the game. Yeah, yeah. I mentioned it in the first episode, right? Uh, this is where it's different than the game because it's not spores, it's tendrils, and the tendrils are connected. Right, which also, by the way, prediction is that it's connected to something. Right, uh, it has to be connected to a main source, I believe. Um, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. It could be just like something that just continues to spread, like you know, spider webs, but without the um, you know main point or whatever. So, I would say this is a good change. Um, it's different so far, right? But. This makes it scarier for us, you know, people watching the TV shows specifically, um, because we'll see in you know the next few scenes that you know uh, killing an infected is not always the answer, right? Like you actually 
want to avoid it as much as you can because they're very tenacious, but also um, they have a chance to talk to each other, you know. And it's not that every single infected is connected to this entity, right, the, the tendrils, um, but we know that they're difficult to kill because you shouldn't always kill it. It could also end up, you know, being really bad. True, good point. That's a really nice point to bring up because it's... I think it makes it different from other zombie genres because um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you were a fan of The Walking Dead, but like now mm-hmm. when it's episode 14, it's like zombies are kind of just in the background. You know, it's kind of just like, yeah. boom, headshot, boom, headshot. They can shoot to the left and boom, headshot. Yeah. You know, it's... Yeah. it's you, you mean like season 14? Yeah, season... Well, they kill zombies. And episode 14. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> My point is that like zombies are no longer yeah. scary to the point where it is just a background. It is just an object in The Walking Dead and that it's yeah. addressing to the show and it's, you know, it, it takes away the fear and takes away what mm-hmm. made that first season of Walking Dead so freaking scary and good. You know? mm-hmm. So this yeah. factor being added in uh, The Last of Us is very scary because now we get mm-hmm. that uh, decision of should we kill it or should we do our best to like run around it, you know, uh, yeah. down, avoid. Yeah, hundred percent. That's a really good comparison to, you know, like to to the Last of Us, right? Or sorry, uh, to uh, the Walking Dead. The Walking Dead is, you know, it started off with zombies and then the Walking Dead turned to literally people, right? They're the Walking Dead now because they're again just numb to the whole situation stuff like that and the interesting interesting thing here is that the last of us again time skips right we go 20 years further they're already also used to this whole thing but the funny thing is that us you know being the audience we're being introduced to it technically the first time or we're we're at least diving into it a lot more and what they already know and technically we don't know again like we don't know how fast it spreads but we know that you know there's specific types of infected you know um that's really interesting in this and uh again i'm a big fan of again the change for the hive mind and what's to come yeah i got some more points to make about that but i don't want to like foreshadow too much into mm-hmm. the second last of it which uh last of us part two because yeah yeah, yeah. Raise a question <laughs> for me with all this hive mind stuff and like a lot of stuff happening yeah. too where it's like huh Yes, I, I think I know where you're going. I think I know you're, where you're going with it. Yeah. Um, but anyways, so this next scene is yeah. where the tension when they go yeah. they take a different route in order to avoid uh, these this horde of infected. Yes. And then Joel's like the museum. Mm-hmm. So in this museum, it's like super dark. And then at first they were they were quiet. They're just yes. keeping it hush trying to sneak through his museum and then ellie turns around and sees like this corpse that's like beat mm-hmm. up. not like infected like beat up type of way i don't even know how to describe uh, mangled it. almost it, it's yeah, almost mangled violently mangled and yes it's a different type of result you would get if a normal infected would get you so mm-hmm. then, that raises an alarm in Tess and Joel's mind, and it's like, oh. We know what this is. Yeah, we know what this is. Yeah. I like this one mm-hmm. because Joel is like, okay, from now on, we are silent, you know? Mm-hmm. Not quite. Not quite. Silent. Yeah. Which is really cool because now it makes us, as the audience, feel like, oh, this is serious. This is like, mm-hmm. this is a thing. Yeah, it's like what's worse than being quiet, you know, like or, or what's the next level is just like straight. Yeah, what is the next level like crazy. of scariness? I thought it was just infected. Yeah. Um and then we have like a little tense moment scene where they're just creeping up the mm-hmm. museum and you know, the mm-hmm. usual tropes of stay quiet, but obviously something happens mm-hmm. where they're not quiet. Right. The um, building's crumbling and stuff yeah, like that. The building's yeah. crumbling. She uh Ellie steps on like a little hand. But no, it's, it's a it's a dried up tendril. It was a dried, oh, up, yeah, tendril. dried up tendril, and it makes this crunch sound. Yeah. Oh, but because it is dried up, it means that um, mm-hmm. it, it won't alarm. Yeah, it won't alarm yeah. in 
effect is far away. It, the dried up factor just means that it's been out so long that it's. Mm-hmm. I, I need I need new vocab. <laughs> that is. <laughs> I think it's a. It's not only is it dried up. It, it's a um, it's like void dead. of nutrient. Yeah, because yeah. there's nothing else to suck up. You know, it, it's that's why it's all um, dried and whatever. Yeah, I didn't have time to photosynthesize. <laughs> <laughs> With blood. <laughs> I'm trying to pull out my my biology knowledge from 10 years ago. Thought that wouldn't be photosynthesizing, though. <laughs> I mean, we don't have, what is this, a, a vocabulary podcast? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, they make it to the top, and um, yeah, there's a, this doorway they creep through, and yeah. it, like the building kind of like collapses, blocking the doorway. And conveniently, conveniently, not uh, <laughs> for story purposes. For story purposes, we yeah. need <laughs> we need yeah. users to be stuck in this room. Um, yes, and <laughs> yeah, because and, yeah, God. so the crumpling of the building or this doorway makes a huge, huge freaking noise. Yeah, they think they think they're safe, but it was a nice moment, like. The cool thing is that they didn't even say anything yet. I feel like mm-hmm. if I jumped in there and that thing crumpled, I would say like, oh, shoot, that was close or something like that. Mm-hmm. But they didn't even say anything mm-hmm. yet. And it's super quiet. And then you hear the sounds. The sound. The sounds of the clickety-clack clearers. <laughs> it's like, think again, if you haven't seen the episode, I don't know why you're listening to this one, but think Predator. Right, it's almost predatory and and like just ah, oh, it's so eerie. <laughs> Was that close? <laughs> I can't even do it. <laughs> it's so good. It's so scary. So yeah, this is the introduction really of uh, of the clickers, right? Oh man, these things are terrifying. I remember running into them the first time in the game. We were all quiet. You know what I mean? Like even though we're outside of the game, we were all quiet because it's like. Dude, this thing is terrifying. Yeah. You know? And the design too, um, is right on point, right? Like the design is looks so realistic to the game as well. Um, I'm glad this is one thing they kept uh, authentic because the design is so good. Yeah, and it looks scary. Um, not just like the way they look, but their movements and their sound. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it's, uh, it's disgusting. It's like <laughs> <laughs> so I get old for a while. <laughs> Maybe, <laughs> not. Um, but it's a different like monster to worry about. I guess it's not just mm-hmm. infected mm-hmm. anymore. Right. And mm-hmm. the cool thing is they're crouching around or hiding behind these cabinets mm-hmm. or cases. And cases, Joel is motioning that these clickers can't see, but they can hear. Mm-hmm. Which is really cool because then now we know what these things do, <laughs> what they, yeah. their capacity, yeah. I guess. Yeah. If you, if you don't know what they are specifically and how they crouch and stuff is so, again, this is the action scenes they do so well to copy the game. You know, I highly appreciate the fact that when they're sneaking around, uh, it's very similar to how you sneak around in the games, right? Like you press a button, you go, go up against the wall and you start, you know, skidding across the wall and stuff like that. And, um, that's what they did. Is I, like I find that to be a really good uh, element that I hope they continue with their their action scenes and stuff. Yeah, when man, there's a lot of good moments in this uh, sequence. Mm-hmm. It's, it's when Joel runs out of bullets for his gun and like yeah. he the so they get loud actually. So you should mention that they get loud uh, because of. Something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ellie. Yeah. So they're behind, and then like there's a clicker that gets really close to them, and then uh, mm-hmm. Ellie breathed really. Yeah, she's a mouth breather, y'all. She's a, <laughs> she's a mouth breather. How dare she? If she were a nose breather, hey, no one really taught her. Okay, she didn't know. Well, actually, so uh, I don't know if you noticed this, but there was a scene before. Um, you know when they they go into the building, um, and they're like you know joel says I, I need you to be silent not quiet you can hear ellie mouth breathe and i think it's because uh her nose is clogged or whatever um but i noticed it there like when she they're about to go up she was mouth breathing 
while they were going up the stairs. Interesting. Nice detail. Nice yeah. So they they pay attention to it. They they pay attention to it because I was like, why is she breathing so hard? That's why I remember. Um, that's cool. That's uh, thinking. That's nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It paid off. Well. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> not in a good way, but oh. that detail paid off. Um, yeah. So it's really good. Breathes, and the crazy thing is that like. She didn't breathe loud. Okay, that's no. it's that's not what you yeah. say. It's just she breathed, and then the camera kind of like pans to her to kind of mm-hmm. focus in on that. Like this is what this is how sensitive the clickers' uh, mm-hmm. senses are that they can hear you breathe, and that's how silent mm-hmm. you need to be around them. Mm-hmm. And that was really cool. That I mean that yeah that thing is scary. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, the another aspect I'm, I want to throw out here because I love this scene so much is because uh, in the game, right, there's different modes to it. So there's like, I think game plus or whatever is after you beat the game, you can go even more intense. In that intense mode, right, uh, being close to a clicker, they can hear your breath in the game. So that's why they incorporate it in the TV show right off the bat. And I was like, dude, yes, right? Like this isn't, this isn't your normal gameplay where you just go in and you figure stuff out like this is hard mode um and so that's why when i saw her breathing and i was like dude yes yeah they know exactly what they're doing in this instant so yeah yeah. there's um a sequence where so joel is trying to shoot this thing down and it it doesn't go down easy okay this Mm -hmm. is not a one hit one shot to the face and it's done Mm -hmm. he he Mm unloads like his whole gun and um yeah, so like you would in the game. Full strength, yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> he's able to make it behind like this wall, so he's able to buy himself time to reload his gun. But like the camera is focused on Joel, and it's weird because it's mm-hmm. intentionally hiding uh, the I don't even know how to clicker down yeah. downfield background that would show the clicker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the camera because it was following. Yeah, the camera like mm-hmm. hides him, and then focuses up on Joel and Joel is trying to reload his gun mm-hmm. as silently as possible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, it's kind of funny. This is another moment where I was like, I think they did it to be as faithful to the game as possible. But when he takes the empty casings out for the bullets, right. And he has a revolver. So it's, it's not like a, a magazine you put out. So something else to know it's a revolver. So he opens it up quietly, um, which is intentional, which I, I love the detail to that, right? Like Joel knows that, when you reload uh, an automatic gun, you have to pop out the magazine, put another one in, you've got to um, pull back the, the slide. Amazing detail there. Um, again, I love this scene, but um, yeah, so he takes out the casings, he puts it in his pocket, right? In my head at that point, I was like, why don't you throw the casing somewhere else to get the clicker away from you? Um, and then I had the thought, oh, he wants to keep the casings because he creates his own bullets as a smuggler. Um, another like again assumption but if we're going off that kind of same thing where you know he's very intentional right he kept the bag for the drugs he wanted that bag back he wants to keep the bullets because he knows he's going to need those casings later yeah i was like that's crazy resources but yes he's trying to reload the gun uh uh, carefully and i'll let you take it away now yeah uh, that's a good detail to pick up too like i did even notice that um Mm-hmm. I thought he was mm-hmm. trying to be silent, so he was holding on to the cases. And I didn't even think about yeah. throwing the uh, cases to the other side to avoid. The, yeah. the other thing about that, too, is there's actually two clickers that pop up. So maybe... Yes, that's true. Yeah. Maybe throwing a uh, bullet casing towards one direction would draw both of them there. And, you know, fighting mm-hmm. two of those things at the same time would be quite... Uh, an endeavor, an ambition. <laughs> yeah, it's a challenge, which Joel and, oh no, Daddy Pascal, Daddy Pascal loves. Pascal. He, he likes the challenge. <laughs> <laughs> he can handle it. If anybody, he can handle it. Him. Yes. <laughs> um, what I did, I was expecting them to use like a bottle or something in this. Yeah. So to yeah. grow, but they didn't. Not too mm-hmm. big of a detail to to have just thought i was like yeah you know that's, mm-hmm. like an, that's something that happens all the time in the game 
yeah like a, a thing you can do a skill and i i bet you they'll probably include it as a subtle nod in, in future episodes this seems like the case right as they continue to get smarter or something and uh but yeah i think this is so such a good scene so again he's you know going around and then uh to finish off the scene like the the camera pans off of him again and tries to show the clicker and that clicker of course you know you would expect it it's right in your face like inches away from him and you can tell or you can hear that he stops breathing for a second and then moves away you know he's like nope i'm not gonna try to you know go after this i have limited bullets i'm gonna go away yeah there's a noise that actually um draws the clicker away but before that oh, the cool thing is that you would expect a pop-out in like a scary movie or something like that and then like mm-hmm. boom loud music boom jump scare whatever but this one was actually more like subtle the yes. clicker is in your face like in the mm-hmm. um joel's face but it's shown through like um joel pans his flashlight to the clicker and is like mm-hmm. showcasing how close yeah. the clicker is yeah. which is still scary in his own right like i like that it's not this is supposed to be scary loud music and then scary you know? mm-hmm. I like that it's mm-hmm. still scary in the sort of sense of like subtlety right yeah 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 really good point yeah um and then you know again he's moving away uh and he finds ellie so he's moving towards ellie you know he's crouching he's being really quiet being intentional um and uh in the background i think before this uh we saw the second clicker run after uh tess right so she's off in the background doing her own thing uh it's another again again like a, an example that we're focusing on mainly ellie and joel but in the background, there's still characters doing their own thing, um, mm-hmm. you know, doing their own moments. Uh, and, you know, he's trying to get away as quietly as possible and ends up on stepping on glass, right? Like, that's enough to set something off. I love the moment, though, is when Joel looks at Ellie like, fuck, okay, yeah. <laughs> like, get ready to run because, like, you know, we're not quiet anymore. What I was not expecting was the clicker running and jumping over that counter. Like yeah the moment, the moment uh joel stepped on that glass and then like the clicker was like or you know whatever it was, and then it, it just like that was pretty good though. it tackled him over the counter <laughs> yeah close to his face and i was like holy crap no way that's mm-hmm. that's scary yeah yeah that was really good yeah the whole scene's good and then of course they uh ended up so the the clicker's on top of them uh i think if I remember right, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, Ellie got out her knife, right, and was ready to stab it, and then they were saved by Tess. Ooh, well, almost. Yeah. There's one uh, detail in there. She has a knife, mm-hmm. and she gets nicked by that same clicker that is on Oh, yes. Angel. So she, yeah. um, well, she's supposed to get infected. You know, that's kind of like the point of mm-hmm. the wound there. Mm-hmm. And, um, Joel is able to fend off this clicker by himself and he like unloads, oh, right. unloads the gun mm-hmm. into its face and it finally goes down. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then there's a second clicker that shows up and it's running straight for Ellie or Joel. doesn't really matter, but mm-hmm. Tess pops out and then like throws an axe. Well, not throws, but like she full sends her this axe mm-hmm. right into this clicker's face and mm-hmm. this clicker is still freaking flailing around and mm-hmm. kicking about but you know just a couple more headshots yeah you know no biggie they got him yeah <laughs> no and biggie. uh just run out of and then we find out next round like yeah oh easy right like because resources <laughs> are so uh, everywhere <laughs> um but yeah tess apparently sprains her ankle um, and they get out of the place, you know, and, uh, Joel has another tender moment with her, right? Like go, goes to, uh, wrap up her ankle with electrical tape, by the way. Um, which again is a, is a good nod that they're using whatever resource they can find, you know, like, and the duct tape is to, uh, is another subtle nod to the game. Cause there's workshops in there, right? Like work desks that you use duct tape or, uh, use electrical tape and you craft, yeah, you craft a new device or whatever it is uh yeah so i thought that was like really cool to show the show both both cases huh i didn't even pick up on the electrical tape i thought it was just like tape. 
I was like, oh, yeah, it looks like the second episode is all mine. <laughs> yeah, man, all you took it away. All those details. <laughs> well, you know, it's taping up an ankle. Yeah. I didn't pay any mind to it. Like, yeah. Cool. Her ankle. She Denzo. We got to leave yeah. her behind. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Peace. Sorry. <laughs> I love you. Cool but... thing, mm-hmm. The cool thing that, uh, that happens here is where Joel is. <laughs> well, the first bite didn't infect Ellie, but like, what about this? Mm-hmm. And then. We see a shift in character for Tess here. Not a crazy shift that's noticeable mm-hmm. to everyone, but I think it's yeah, it's very um obvious if you've seen the game or mm-hmm. play the game, you know what's gonna happen next. And but she's like kind of angrily mm-hmm. telling Joel off that like, yo, mm-hmm. how about have some hope this time, you know? Yeah kind of like huh yeah it's kind of like on joel's side up until this point like like Mm -hmm. doubtful of that you know Mm -hmm. which is kind of like hmm i wonder Mm -hmm. Um, like why what's the shift in personality yeah so they're walking and there's this panning of the camera it it kind of like zooms out a little bit kind of showcasing our three characters in this big big environment and we mm-hmm. see Tess kind of like hauling ass, like mm-hmm. she's she's walking fast mm-hmm. <laughs> with a bum ankle. <laughs> yeah, and Joel's weird about it. Like you can see Joel's face. He's like, "Whoa, like why is she such an in such a rush? Because you rush, you know, you're gonna make a mistake or whatever." So, yeah, Joel was also looking at Ellie's hand to see if she was mm-hmm. or anything like that. To yeah, getting the trembles, like to see if he she was turning. Which is, mm-hmm. it's a lot of stuff happening at the same time, like, subtly. Um, yeah. And then oh, and uh, what does Ellie say? Uh, Ellie, Ellie says something while they're walking, right? She's like, uh, well, if it were to happen to anyone, might as well be me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, dang, this is the episode. That's funny. Yeah. When she said that, I was like, I know what's going to happen. I know what's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> but I love that, because, like, you know, that, that was Ellie to me, right? And that, again... These are the moments that finally I'm like, okay, yeah, she's I'm, kind of I'm getting there. She's kind of yeah. simple, but like, it, it's funny. Well, meant to be funny. Yeah, it works. Audience, yeah. Um, so they make it to the checkpoint of where they're supposed to meet these fireflies to drop off Ellie, but mm-hmm. but they're all dead. <laughs> yeah, they got murked. They got murked, man. Um. Yeah, this is the part where it's different from from the games. Yeah, and this is when I knew that the show was speeding up a lot of the gameplay because, uh, if I remember right, like uh, the game itself, this was probably like an hour or two in, um, and so they built up a lot more to this point, I guess. You know, like or maybe it was like three hours or something like that. It was, it was a lot longer, um, and. You know, all these, the Firefly are, are dead, by the way, because they assumed that one person got bit and then they didn't know who else was going. So they turned on each other, right? So it's like a whole, like, uh, standoff. Whole thing. That's, yeah, standoff. Yeah, yeah. And then, then we find out the moment. Yeah. And we see Tess kind of frantically. Um, mm-hmm. She's like looking for. A reason to continue pushing, uh, pushing for Ellie to, to be dropped off, and yeah. I was like, "What the heck is going on? Like, let's just freaking go home. Like, the the mission yeah. is over, you know." Um, yeah. And then this is the moment where, uh, Tess is like, "This is the end," or "This is my yeah. stop," or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Ellie makes the remark, "Is like, oh shit, she got bit." <laughs> Yeah, like she's Ellie knew. Yeah, this part was cool. Um, the distinction here is all right. So in the show, yep. Joel is like, "Show me," and then Tess mm-hmm. is about to show him, and then uh, Joel takes a step back. And mm-hmm. this is a lot more subtle than the video game because in the game, it's it's more like violent. It's almost it's more like angry. Like mm-hmm. show it to me, you know. Like, mm-hmm. I I always thought like that was one of the best scenes. Is like super emotional sequence. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I also like this version because it's I think there's yes. 
more love here or something like that it, it's like like show me but also like i'm also scared <laughs> you know <laughs> like he took a yeah he, yeah he, he, took and, test. he has trust issues right he he still is like uh even if even if i've known you for so long even if we're this close um yeah like i i still i'm gonna take care of myself yeah yeah because tess took a step forward and it, it's like oh dang he took a step back and it was just like well now she has to show her uh infection and it it's on her neck and it's like mm-hmm. crazy infected looking yeah it's like spreading and stuff and that was a good part too for them to compare like that ellie is the real thing you know she's legit not turning and uh i think they got bit around the same time right it was yeah both at the same time at the museum regardless yeah it's weird Mm -hmm. time same time frame and the reason why they did it that way because uh ellie didn't get bit a second time in the game Mm-hmm. I think they did this because in the video game you have time for more dialogue. So yeah. Tess's yeah. dialogue in in the TV show is a lot different. Like there's a lot less dialogue here than there is mm-hmm. in the game. Because then Tess is like, um, "It's only been a few hours, and this is three weeks ago." And mm-hmm. then, you know, there's just like more dialogue there to show that Ellie's the real thing, the real deal. Mm-hmm. But in this case, yep. I, th- I think because it is a TV show, it's a more visual medium. We can just yes. see from yeah. their reactions that it's real. And we, d- we yeah. don't need as much dialogue. Mm-hmm. Really good point. Yeah. Oh, oh gosh. This next part. Yeah, and what happens <laughs> afterward. <laughs> all right. So <clears throat> Tess is like dumping all this gasoline, all these grenades, and like she busts out a yeah. lighter trying to. And she's like, all right, Joel, continue the mission. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, because there's no, like, that's better than going back home. Yeah. She, she was like, save who who you can save. And I think yeah. that was the moment where he's like, oh, shoot. I think that kind of hit him in the sort of sense of, like, mm-hmm. he was not able to save Sarah. So yeah. He, yeah. Like, the moment Tess said that line, Joel just grabbed mm-hmm. Ellie and then started, like, booking it. <laughs> you got to talk about the stare right the stare i think was so powerful and again pedro so that does such a good job where it's begrudgingly doing it mm-hmm. and and it took him back of course you know to sarah he was like okay damn i can't save sarah i can't save tess now uh-huh am i still gonna do it right like should i still do this and then in the end right a second later he takes ellie and, and runs off and mm-hmm. chooses to do it you're right that moment of of like it's not hesitation it was more like thought processing yeah because he's like should i do i really want to do this Mm -hmm. yeah and then he like made a decision real quick and then started booking it Mm -hmm. Um, yeah tess is uh dumping gasoline everywhere grenades fall out Mm -hmm. she pulls out a Mm -hmm. lighter and and uh oh shoot we missed a freaking detail yeah when they were having this argument of like show me the infection or whatever a um an infected wakes up in that uh, uh, building yeah and then ellie you see the tendrils ellie freaks out a little bit and then joel just mm-hmm. straight up walks to it and then shoots in the face like it's no biggie mm-hmm. it's like i got way more important mm-hmm. things to deal with right now yeah the problem now is that now we see that the tendrils are communicating mm-hmm. so like that yep. infected that he shot the tendril communicates to that horde mm-hmm. of infecteds that we saw earlier and they yeah, start yeah, rising yeah. they start mm-hmm. mobilizing and joel's like all right we have about a minute which is scary yeah not a lot of time Less than <laughs> and they did a good job they kept to it you know like i was kind of keeping track of it uh technically in the scene you know from when we we're watching it it took about i think like two to three minutes um but that's only because they had to cut to a different scene for the whole uh, if I if I'm yeah, cut to like a different reaction, which is different, but mm-hmm. it's all happening at the same time. Yeah, Correct. and yeah. now that the horde of infected are running towards that direction, that's when yeah, the whole exchange happens. Mm-hmm. Joel and Ellie start mm-hmm. running out of there. Tess dumping gasoline and grenades, 
and she mm -hmm. pops open his lighter that will not flip in, flicker on mm -hmm. for some dang yeah. reason. <laughs> Inconveniently, uh, sometimes, like some, for some reason, yeah. So all these uh, infecteds are in the same building with Tess now, but they're not, they don't notice her. And I don't know why. I don't, I, I had some assumptions. I was like, okay, maybe is it due to the infection inside of her that's already consuming her enough that the mm -hmm. other infecteds think that she's already an infected, so they are ignoring her on purpose? Or is it because she's not making any noise which kind of doesn't mm -hmm. make sense to me. Um, and she's kind of mm -hmm. backing up very slowly, very, you know, cautiously. Mm -hmm. And then one, yeah. one infected starts to walk up to her, notices yeah. that, walks up to her, and then gives her yeah. um, uh, tenderly kiss. <laughs> that was disgusting in all sense of the word. And it's so crazy. And I, I just had this thought to you. And so just to uh sidetrack a little bit so i just realized so in the first episode right um joel exchanges drugs for cigarettes but we never see him smoke right we never see what he does with the the, the cigarettes now putting it together in the second one um tess has the lighter a like you know a lighter lighter so i wonder if she's a smoker and see you know, joel's doing that oh nice um but you know going back to that scene so the kiss was interesting and um, I just thought of this. Like at first, I was like, "This is so dumb. Why would she stand there and just take it?" Right? Um, but you kind of hinted at it, and where like she got bit, maybe a tendril went in her, and she was infected enough where it was controlling her, and she technically couldn't move or do anything else, right? And the only thing she could let it do was like let it truly take over as a true hive mind, and she only had enough uh, willpower to will, yeah. To find to light it and that light up. That was a good explosion too. Yeah, that was a big explosion. <laughs> I think they did that practically. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I was like, oh, man. it looked real, but it was. You can also tell it was CGI. Yeah. But, um, right, right. Yeah, I, I wish. Okay, so the explanation by Neil Druckmann and Craig Mazin mm. is that. They didn't want infections to always be violent. And yeah. so that's why they did it that way. And I think I like that idea. I just don't like the execution of that idea right now for Tess. Mm -hmm. And that was just like my problem with it. Because it was, it was just like, man, I was 90. I was like, man, this, this episode is so good. It's like 100%. Yeah. And, when, and then when that kiss, that tendril kiss happened, I was like, yeah, um. 90% now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it was in their podcast. So if you guys, if you guys listening to us don't know, uh, The Last of Us does have a podcast with uh, Neil Druckmann uh, and Craig, who again, you know, created the uh, the show game. Oh, it's also hosted by Troy Baker. Uh, I'm looking at it right now, um, which is actually kind of cool. Maybe we should listen to that more often, but... Uh, they did hint at also the fact that um, that love, right, is like a messy business and whatever, and that uh, love is very primal, that it's dangerous. And I think maybe that's what it was technically showing in a visual sense where, you know, a kiss is supposed to be very intimate, whatever. But in this case, a kiss is very dangerous because you could get affected by it. Um, so, yeah, that was actually kind of like super interesting to to see again now hearing afterwards um yeah it was, it was super gross yeah i mean, i can like i like the idea i like all of that yeah it's just yeah. the execution of it on tests was like bizarre not necessary um i i'd much prefer them have that execution on something else i don't know like what i just don't think mm -hmm. because in the game Tess stands behind to buy time for Joel and Ellie to escape. And yeah. it's actually Fedra people that show up to try and take them out. Oh, that's right. That's so, right. like, Tess is down there. Um, she's still infected. That That is uh, the same in both mediums. And she tries her best to kill the Fedra agents, but then she, get, she ends up, you know, mm -hmm. dying for it. 
Um, mm-hmm. But in that moment, it's more like heroic, you know. It's like yeah, badass. I guess I don't know. Mm-hmm. And I think the kiss here kind of minimizes her badassery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah. I think it just took something away from Tess. That's all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that. Like for sure, I think it takes away something. But because of it's because it's the TV show, it does add an element, right, of us seeing how the hive mind technically works, if we're correct in our theory, as well as the the theme of love is dangerous, right? Um, yeah. Again, you know, stuff that uh, Joel is willing to do for the people he cares about. You know, we're gonna see that. Uh, in the season, I'm sure, like, it's uh, interesting. I, I would say that, like, um, they this proves, though, that uh, Neil Druckmann and, you know, the rest of the writers and creators of the show, that they are truly thinking about this, you know? Like, they're trying to create technically a new world in the same sense, right? It's a parallel world, essentially. Um, and there's a lot of detail thought into it. So I would say I like it. Um, at first, you know, like I, I was like everyone else, I was like, that's so gross. Like, why would she just let it happen or whatever? But I was talking about now for the show, I think it adds a lot to it. So I'm probably on the opposite side of uh, what you just said. Interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see. You know, I mean, episode three is coming up next. And yeah. I like the theme revolving around love. You know, it's. Yeah. I think this is kind of like Neil Druckmann's um, he kind of gets a second chance to kind of write stuff that he didn't mm-hmm. get to mm-hmm. do for the first time around. It's like, oh, I didn't really like that or that criticism or or that was the wrong take from what people got out. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, I guess this season can involve more um, more things revolving around the theme of love rather than yeah. just violence people are crappy people and mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> humans suck yeah. humans suck yeah it's gonna be interesting i'm excited for the tv show um this is episode two yeah so you know we'll have to talk about episode three soon yeah so is there anything else you would like to say no i'm excited I, again the the whole world aspect is well thought out uh, i'm thinking the attention to the story is well thought out um, you know, it's not, you know, super, um, it, it's not super close to the source material material in a lot of different aspects, but what they have down for the main ones, you know, like how the zombies are, um, the relationship between Joel and Ellie right now, uh, the, the scenery, right. All of that is done so well. And I can say that I, I truly am excited, you know, to see where the, the rest of it goes and. Hopefully, it doesn't end in the first season for the first game, but we'll have to see. Yeah, I mean, so far, together as a group, episode one and two, I like it. It's, you know, Mm -hmm. ending to that second episode was just, I was taken aback, but not, like, Mm -hmm. enough to be like, all right, this episode friggin' sucks, don't even tune in next time. (laughs) (laughs) It was just like... But we're gonna watch it for you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right, well... That's it for the second episode. If you guys want to come back for episode three, then um, join us. But anyways, thank you for joining us as we discuss and discussed the second episode of The Last of Us. Is that what we're watching? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, he's been taking over, folks. Uh, It's the 10 mules. I've been Kevin. I've been Derek. Follow us for more content coming at you, and we'll see you. Bye. Bye.